0: Hello, San Pedro podcast, episode 90.
1: Hey, I'm Amanda. And I'm Jess. And this is the Hello, San Pedro podcast. Join us as we talk with locals, community leaders, business owners, and people like us who love all things San Pedro. Every week, we'll explore San Pedro's deeply rooted culture discuss local issues, and spread good vibes. Let's get into it.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Amanda Silva. It's good to be back after a short break. Um, today's guests are two amazing women enriching our community with more opportunities to gather and shop local. We had so much fun learning about their story and hope you do too. Also, don't forget to check out the show notes as you are all invited to their special holiday event tomorrow. I'll go ahead and let them introduce themselves.
2: I'm Marissa Herzl.
3: And I'm Rachel Wilherson.
2: And we're
0: Cahoots. And
3: we're Cahoots. <laughs> I love it. That's okay, we're done. That's all we wanted to do. That's good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was the most word, like, unrehearsed
1: mm-hmm. part, yeah.
0: Well, like we can start with you, Rachel, because well, we met you sure. first and we kind of heard a little bit about your background. Um we wanted to ask specifically a little bit about you and maybe where you grew up and what you're into. Like, you know, either your professional background or your interests.
3: Sure. Um, Well, I'm originally from Huntington Beach in Orange County, so not too far. Um, Very similar lifestyle that I lead now. I feel like I've kind of gone for full circle or never really veered off the path much. Um, Grew up going to the beach, uh, grew up with lots of creativity around me, always interested in the arts, learning all different kinds of random skills from my parents, and... um, yeah, normal childhood fun times and then I uh, didn't haven't moved around too much um, then I ended up uh, getting further into the arts and stuck with creativity went to school for interior design at Orange Coast College and, um, and Golden West and then from there kind of jumped straight into the movie business out in LA, uh, got an internship Have worked on a couple movies to start and then found myself in commercials. And I've been doing that, um, in my union. IATSE local 44 for about 13 years now. Wow. And that's what I'm currently still doing. That's where I'm out hustling right now. And, um, yeah, now I get to live in San Pedro next to the beach again, feel very at home. Um, I love the blue collar atmosphere mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, married and I'm five months pregnant. I heard. Congratulations. <laughs> that
0: is so incredibly exciting. How are yeah. you feeling?
3: <laughs> uh, fine.
0: Yeah, five months <laughs> is like a good, like, we're still okay. And yeah, then, a lot
3: more like myself, at least. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think it's like in the beginning
1: and the end when you're like tired and crazy.
3: <laughs> yeah, I heard this is like the honeymoon period. <laughs>
1: Um that's awesome. Wait, so how many years ago did you move to
3: Pedro? Uh it's coming up on 2. Nice. My My husband is originally from San Pedro. He's second generation, and um, he was living a thousand feet away from where we're living right now. So as soon as we started dating, I was living in downtown L.A., so obviously I'd much rather be in Pedro going to the beach with him. So we found most of our time was being spent down here. Um, Once we got engaged, we found our little apartment across from the Korean Bell, and that's where we've been. Amazing. Yeah. And then I I try and argue that um, I'm not totally an OT because my grandpa actually grew up in San Pedro until he was about 10 years old oh. like two blocks from where I'm living right now in Point Fermin as well right in wow. Carolina so I'm yeah. like okay I've seen pictures that counts that is that does and count that counts for something yeah, yeah those were his fondest memories his favorite place growing up he remembers going to Cabrillo with his sister and yeah Amazing. That's really cool to find that history. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Marissa, yeah. tell us a little bit more about you too. Okay.
2: Well, I'm also an out of towner. I grew up really, really, really far away in Old Torrance. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was actually homeschooled. So, that's one fun fact about I me. Love- um, and I have four siblings. So, we were like our own school almost. And one of my connections is Pedro as a kid was coming here for. quote field trips (laughs) so my mom would always be taking us to like palms and cabrello tide pools and the aquarium and the marine mammal center and the cream bell and friendship park and like all these places so
1: oh wow like
2: pedro even though i didn't grow up here like i did kind of grow up here in the sense that it was like I didn't actually know how to get here as a kid or for a really long time, (laughs) but it was like this magical place we went to with all these fun adventures and kind of like felt like this imaginative dream place or you would go to Fort MacArthur or something. I thought that was so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so all these like just cool things. Um, but yeah, that is a significant just part of me growing up being homeschooled and doing all that stuff. Um, and what else? Yeah, I I've lived in Pedro for three years now. Bought a house here, um, but really been pretty much in the like South Bay area my whole life. Um, kind of borrowing some of Rachel's answers, and I think this is how we like met and connected is we're similar in the way of just like spending time at the beach and like creative things in general, and more experimenting with those things than mm-hmm. becoming a committed like artist in one particular area. Um, and, uh, I've always done like events as well in different ways. So kind of been doing the same sort of cahoots thing since I was pretty young, either being in, you know, craft fairs, doing the crafts myself, or started running them at a pretty large scale at 19, like in college. Um, and then continued doing that in various ways, like in the South Bay and then, you know, we'll get more into it later, but carried it here. So just mm-hmm. kind of a big part of me, like growing up in my personality and what I like to do. Well, like I said, hard to describe because I like the little bits of everything versus like, I am a painter or yeah, something right. like that. Right. I've never been the like one painter person, but I've done like every craft under the sun before and now more in the business of bringing other people together who, mm-hmm. who do that and kind of consider that like its own creative art form.
1: Yeah. Um, like executing a vision. Mm-hmm. I do. I do love that. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I
0: think as a creative, it's very hard to just stick to the one thing, mm-hmm. right? You can't just be like, Oh, I do only graphics or only this, you yeah. know? I
2: so um, appreciate people that can, but I,
0: <laughs> yes. I feel like we're creatives also. And yeah. so, you know, whether it's like working on a marketing campaign or whether it's like doing the, Oh my gosh, did you see Jess's day of the dead? Um, oh the yes yeah Yeah. you know like no matter what it is like you just have to be like yeah just bringing that into your life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely um i really wanted to get into because you guys are a duo you guys do something together which we want to get into but how did you guys meet
2: yeah well that's very like peter related as well um Mm I guess i'll take i'll take this one um we met at the sardine uh we were going it was like a cold wednesday night <laughs> um and we were going to go see our mutual friend taylor ramirez who also lives here and um part of the slaughterhouse band she was djing um and it was during covid when like the bar was closed and everybody's in the back and, you know, there's, like, picnic tables back there. And so they're all kind of full. And somehow Rachel and I ended up at the same table, just the two of us. We both went alone, like, not with anybody else, not knowing that we both knew Taylor or anything like that, and just sat down and kind of, like, struck up a conversation. And everything ended up being like, oh, my gosh, me too. Oh, my gosh, me too. Oh, my God. Like, we just had so many random things and comments, some of the things we just mentioned, and then other, like, oddly specific things about our life. Um, and, yeah, and then we just – then became, like, beach friends after that. And then we'll get into, like, how Kahoots started and our first event and stuff. But um, kind of flowed into that pretty quickly. That is Found very cool.
0: I feel like we resonate mm-hmm. a lot because we also met during COVID, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um,
1: I'm trying to think. I think when you meet someone who, like, is on the same vibe wavelength yeah. as you are, like, it's it flows. It's easy. And then, like, all the signs in the universe yeah. kind of, like, put things in place for you to, like... Work together, collaborate, sure. and, something. Yeah. and then and how you were just like, "Me too, me too." I felt like
0: we did that a lot too. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah I remember like that night going home and telling my husband, "Like I found her." Yes. <laughs> then, like, like, I oh my goodness! That Spirit. was such an empty gap. Like I need like a <laughs> woman friend who like understands my life, and
0: then like, oh my gosh, I like, resonate so. Like, so yeah. Much. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
3: mean, think
0: I told my husband like a very similar thing. Like mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I found someone who. Loves the podcast and wants to do it for free with me. <laughs> so
1: perfect.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. Well, that's a really cool. sisterhood. I yeah. love stories from sisterhood. It's always been sisterhood. really
3: easy, like, working together. It's just, like, we have a very similar, like, communication style when it, like, we turn mm-hmm. it on and get into work mode. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, okay, here's the list. I did this. You did, like, very evenly dispersed, and we kind of just, like... Can jump into that same place and start like sharing our ideas very openly and honestly. And it's just like, oh, it's always been really easy.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So let's get into how did Cahoots then come about? So the sisterhood came, the friendship came, and then,
2: well, like pretty recently after we met, we had a like girls' group chat with a few other girls. Rachel actually had the idea just because like that space next to the sardine was empty and like so beautiful. Um, and so she came up with like, we have to do something there. Who's in? And I'm like, I'm in right away. I was like, didn't even think about it. I'm like down, like super down. Um, and yeah, so we did the first, um, like holiday bazaar that we're doing again this Saturday. Um, but that was pre cahoots. So it was really just like, it was just oh. the holiday bazaar and we had other friends helping and, um, kind of put that together but then when we learned even more things like you love weirdly organized google sheets too (laughs) (laughs) things like that and like like rachel said like you know not only did we have like lifestyle things in common but we just worked so similarly Mm -hmm. um and so it was that first one and then of course we just pretty quickly had more ideas to do more events and loved doing it and like loved bringing everybody together and it was so fun that we're like we have to keep doing this and then after that we kind of branded it, put it together and became
3: good Yeah. We, we just kind of like figured out like how, you know, my past skills and experience could mesh with hers. And like, we fill each, we like we fill in those little empty gaps really well. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of crossover too. And it was like, well, you know, we have what it takes to put together a small business. And we saw how well that the first event went and that we could kind of continue that energy and see how else it could be used and you know had our meetings about color palettes and business you know plans and yeah it just worked out and it was really fun all along the way.
1: So the holiday bazaar idea came first before the idea to make this like a more um, business oriented uh, endeavor. Okay Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. very cool and then um, access to the space now you guys both having been here pretty recently how did you guys start finding your vendors to like (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, first year, really different hours, from this year. <laughs> yes. A lot of creepy DMs. Oh, that's so funny.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> The first year. Yeah. Because we weren't like connected to all those people yet. Now we just have so many relationships of people who either were part la- of it last year or that we've met like this whole year. But yeah, the first year we put up the, you know, Google form application and just started messaging anybody that we could think of that we thought would be good um, either, like, personal friends that we know that, like, our creators and, um, or local people we saw. We went to First Thursdays and different events, yep. like, scouting out people and giving them a card and yep. asking them to apply.
3: <laughs> L- looked on Etsy for, like, local, you know, to uh-huh. see, like, who was in our zone. Like, oh, everything cool. you could think of. Wow. So yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah. we, we kind of, like like Marissa said, some of our like actual personal friends that we just knew were creative in one way or another, you know, it's like, oh, one person's a graphic designer and like, okay, she's creative. And then she just like came up with these little painted boxes that she wanted to do, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
3: it's not what they normally do, but they like like came up with something to sell. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had, awesome. a, we had, we had a few of those. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And yeah. Then I've done some like similar things in the past, so pulled yeah, had like a, good a list few to start people with. Yeah, that like I had worked with before, things like that, so that was a good chunk of them, but it was definitely a lot of scouting and <laughs> yeah. hounding people and all that stuff, which is so different from we, this year. We just had to, we didn't reach uh, totally out to barely anybody and just... Applications flooded in. We went into
3: a lot of like even the broken uh, brick and mortar stores downtown Uh Mm -hmm. as well, Mm -hmm. and talked to all of them, thinking that they would want to do it. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, well, I feel like this speaks to this like incredible pop up culture that has come about in the last two years. You know what I mean? I feel like while you guys were organically doing this there was also a lot of other things going on in town where people were like I could start a business I could make stuff at home Mm -hmm. you know people were actually thinking like hey I'm at home more or I stepped away from my full-time job during COVID you know Mm -hmm. I could make something Mm -hmm. so I think it just happened so organically and it's very very cool to see this incredible pop-up trend and small business small you know makers trend which is
2: going on yeah Yeah. and it's very cool. Yeah, so a lot of those people were just starting during our first event. Right, for that event, like
3: two vendors that come to mind right away is, um, current lace and leather is what she's called now. She just exploded and had a viral video and changed her look a little bit. And our event was her first time popping up last wow. year mm-hmm. and now like that's her full-time gig I feel like she's getting close to that um San Pedro Soapworks that was their first uh-huh. pop-up as well and then she you know did well and fell in love with it and like just has done tons of them now throughout the year a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of like got started that same time did our event got bit by the bug and then just have run with it now the whole last year mm-hmm. yeah. so cool mm-hmm.
1: That's incredible. I mean, I think I appreciate the energy and hearing a little bit more because I didn't realize San Pedro Soapworks had that was their first pop-up event Mm -hmm. that one time because I remember going last year and having so much. I invited my my parents are in Torrance as well. Oh, yeah. So then I invited them over and we went and we had a good time just exploring all the different arts and crafts.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And I feel like that was my first event into pop-ups in Pedro too, which was pretty cool
3: yeah yeah i think that's what kind of inspired us because we're like well we would like this i've Mm -hmm. never seen this in pedro before and so I've been happy to see, you know, like other people like um, Melissa Hayes, uh-huh. mm-hmm. with Homemade by the Hayes, how, you know, she's taken it upon herself to do so much in that area. There Now there's like three different, you know, groups mm-hmm. that are doing something similar and like mm-hmm. doing the new out front. And like, mm-hmm. it's just really become popular in the last year. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. A lot of opportunities for um, small businesses and without brick and mortars to like share their, share their work, you know, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And my, even my dad's a part of them. Like he goes to the pop-ups. Too. Yeah. I've like, seen him
3: now at a bunch. Oh since, yeah. Since you're, since you're opening. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, I mean, it's just incredible to give people that taste to be like, is this something I want to do? Wow. This can be really be a business, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's incredible. Yeah. It's
1: a good opportunity. Mm-hmm. So at what point between the bazaar and cahoots did it become cahoots
0: I wanted to ask about the name too so if you can answer that as well because I think like I told Jess I was like that is such a creative fitting name yeah
2: for what they do (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. um well yeah first question I think I'm trying to remember Rachel like I think right away we wanted to do another event like we're doing this 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 year and we have five different ideas for other events
3: (laughs) yeah our next event was valentine's day so that's a pretty Mm -hmm. quick turnover that's yeah Yeah, we we've yet this this event um that's coming up that's the first one that we've had more than like six weeks to plan for Mm -hmm. so we were very ambitious and just were kind of like what's the next holiday what can Mm -hmm. we do next and we just started brainstorming and um i think oh it was for valentine's day how when miller butler that we met for the first time at our last year's event as well Mm -hmm. um at the last bazaar came to us and was like you guys ever think about doing anything else? Like, you want to do, like, some kind of other restaurant food pop-up? And then we just, like, our brains were exploding with ideas and and came up with our, like, Valentine's night date
1: Italian extravaganza built
3: around Miller Butler.
1: Oh, my gosh. That was Mm -hmm. such a great idea. I remember that coming around, too. We were out of town, but that was, like, awesome.
2: Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah. And kind of same idea, even though it was a more singular concept. Mm -hmm. We had, I think, at least five or six local mm-hmm. businesses artists whatever mm-hmm. actually kind of more when you count the artists but anyway all these different like collaborators like in the event so it still has sort of the same thematic element that something mm-hmm. like um our bazaar does yeah bringing everybody together and
3: then and, 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 go and ahead we Rachel. wanted to kind of um make that one more professional so that's what kind of uh like inspired us to then come up with a name come up mm-hmm. with a logo put right. together our website so we did all that at the same time oh wow yeah um, <laughs> I don't know how we did it but mm-hmm. yes lots of, lots of time put into yeah, just, like changing our Instagram that's over crazy. coming up with <laughs> our whole branding website business cards etc cetera, etc cetera, while planning that next, next event, so we would all be ready at the same time so we could present it as like a whole unit
0: that's amazing um, so, did Cahoots just naturally come about, or were there other
2: name options? There were other name options. I think Rachel started the first list, and I don't even remember if they had designs, like logo designs attached to them, or if it was just text. I don't know, but...
3: Just texting she- random names. Yeah.
2: yeah. And she, like, sent me this list of names, and I was like, Cahoots, that's definitely the one. Like, we-
3: <laughs> so, it came pretty
2: quickly, but... It
3: stuck pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and we're like, oh, that just it just makes sense and it's fun and um, sounds like a little cheeky, but also I don't know, just like something everybody can understand and be a part of. And we really feel like we're in cahoots together. Plus, like we're in cahoots with all of these exactly. other people yeah. who are coming together and offering what they have. So yeah, um, yeah, it just made sense quickly and. It's ran such out a it. fitting name. It's it is. Is such a fitting
1: name. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so great, it rolls out the tongue really easily, too. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: um, do you guys want to talk about the holiday bazaar coming up?
3: Um, so it is Saturday, November 26th, that's Small Business Saturday, which obviously we love, um, like partnering together with such a great concept like that. Um, it is at the sardine, it's next door to the sardine, and the sardine is also, in, you know, included. They're going to be open early. And the bar will be open. The back patio will be open. We'll have a handful of food vendors back there, um, mostly featuring uh, Bodega Raval, mm-hmm. And you know Nikki, He's great. We adore him. And uh, there'll be some other vendor selling that you're familiar with. And then inside, we'll have the beautiful brick wall space open, ready to go, packed with vendors. You can come and you can shop. Um, it's from 12 o'clock to 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. and you can bring your whole family the kids have to stay inside the adults get to go outside and and have the adult beverages Mm -hmm. Uh, it should be a nice warm sunny day and you'll see lots of locals and we see lots of people bringing people from out of town too Mm -hmm. and just kind of enjoying all the different variety of people selling you know how they choose to spend their time being creative and and building some a brand for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great opportunity
0: for holiday shopping
2: and just hanging <laughs> out too. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people came last year, like you know guys in their twenties or something that you don't normally think of like as crafter yeah. shoppers or something. <laughs> yeah. And they came and just like wanted to support their friends and us and show up and like hang out in the back. And so we try to kind of make it, you know. A good amount of shopping and obviously support everybody who's vending there, but also just like a fun hangout for the community and anybody who wants to show up and kind of party with us a little bit. I think like after the two years that we've been through, we're still
0: craving these like Mm get-togethers where we can actually spend time with the community. It's an excuse for you and your friends to like get together, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah, because I feel like we're. I'm. I know for me, I'm still not in the habit of being like. Catching up with friends one on one. You know yeah. what I mean? That's true. But if you know something's happening and you're both interested, then it's an excuse to get together. Yeah. Um, so, so bring yeah. a friend date.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Grab so a coffee. Like,
0: bring a friend. <laughs> let's
1: make it a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just Absolutely. to get in the spirit of the holiday season, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a great entryway.
0: I feel like without events like this, the holidays just pass by so quickly. You know what I mean? You don't actually get to enjoy the holidays yeah, without these
2: types true. of things, you know? Especially in Southern California, like, we need the cues to know <laughs> that it's a holiday. That's why it's <laughs> my pumpkin spice latte theory. I'm like, <laughs> there is no fall. The leaves don't really change color. And so yeah. pumpkin spice lattes at Starbucks are like the transition into I was just talking to somebody... So. I about those how- key moments. It yeah. was like it was cold
0: for a minute, and we're like, "Whoa, it's here, winter!" <laughs> and then it was like summer day, summer day, summer day. I was like, right. "Wow, this yeah. is this is crazy." It's like yeah. um, heater in the morning, but then by like ten, you're like, "You need the AC." Yeah.
1: So
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. I still yeah. like to squeeze a beach day yeah. <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in but um, yeah, it's fun to have just right like place. festive holiday things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. so we kind of get the best of both worlds, like Rachel said. It'll be a nice sunny that day, but idea. we can pretend like it's Christmassy. It's
1: Christmassy, yeah, <laughs> I love it. That was my one um, very LA or California moment in New York was that. I was like guys like telling all my friends I was like did you know the leaves actually fall and change colors <laughs> <laughs> did you know that's a thing like this, look at this tree it's orange you know I was it's so shark. So yeah <laughs> and then in the springtime came around and I was like wow they're blooming like there's literally buds of leaves coming out I, I was literally staring out my window the whole time just staring at the trees the closest we, we have leaves. is like
3: the grass turns brown in yeah. the summer and yeah. then yeah. after the first big rain it turns green yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, think know,
0: I, was I have friends that are, like, in Oklahoma and, like, New York and, like, in Philadelphia, and when they post things, I was like, oh, my God, it's fall over there. It's yeah, fall. it's, like, seasonal. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, my gosh, it's snowing. It's Christmas for them already, and <laughs> yeah. it's, like, us here, we're it's just constant sunshine let's yeah. look at us complain
1: no I'm just kidding no, no, it's fun it's nice
0: <clears throat> yeah it sounds like you guys are in the right spot and um a great place to build this yeah um I think that takes us into our next big question which is what do you see for cahoots like in the future in the coming near future and then kind of like long term yeah.
2: um yeah I think like it's been pretty organic so far, um, and we like what we do, not because like we're not trying to become billionaires or something, so it's different than um, like at work or something like that. But uh, yeah, I think we want to keep doing what we're doing, basically, and um, figure out ways to like make it bigger and support more artists and um, kind of just growing that naturally over time. Um, we have lots of different ideas always, I think, you know, so, um, that's half the fun. And then like, how do we get to those bigger and bigger ideas? I think that's part of naturally who we are. And so that's just ingrained into our company culture of two. (laughs) Um, and yeah, I think, um, you know, we're looking forward to, you know, having, this is our second annual. And so it's like, let's get it to be multiple annuals and then, Mm -hmm. um, sort of figuring out, figuring out like what's happening through the rest of the year and like, based Mm -hmm. on what's worked in the past and what hasn't and just kind of as Pedro evolves and as you know, the art community here evolves and things like that, like what are the needs? Um, and just more clearly defining like our role in that, I guess. Mm -hmm.
3: Um, you know, as long as we keep at the forefront that our, our goal is, uh, to, keep pedro um artistic and to show that we are a small business community first and foremost and just kind of exploring you know what what else we can do with that in this upcoming year it's been such a great learning process in this last year and we have such a strong foundation now and to see um you know what who else can benefit from that and who else we can meet this this coming year Mm -hmm. and uh just it, it, it genuinely what drives us because you know, sometimes I like my husband might be like, I, well, why do you do it? You know, cause, <laughs> like, you know, looking at budgets and things like that and he's like for real I'm like yeah you know because because we love it like we yeah. genuinely enjoy doing it it is fun for us uh, we enjoy spending time together the whole collaborative process and you know how we mentioned before like just those two vendors That's just one example of to see what their growth has been this last year and just to think that we may have contributed in some small way to that like mm-hmm. we're sold like that that'll keep us going like mm-hmm. that is really the the whole point of it all and um you know just to see how how that can manifest itself with with the changes in pedro mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. i feel like that brings up a good point about pedro specifically i'm curious to get your thoughts on like what your experience has been and the interest to doing it here in pedro as mm-hmm. well because you guys have done similar things like our in interest do you mean like
2: our reason for choosing pedro yeah mm-hmm. well i mean i think we just are, we both live here now, so that's part of it, right? And so, like, this is becoming, like, our community, right? Um, but Pedro's just so special, I think. Um, the kind of art and creative and small business piece is, it's just, like, so part of who Pedro is. And Pedro people are so excited to support that but it's not always like happening in the most like obvious or organized way I guess Mm -hmm. um not like to discredit anything just we want to see more of it like it's Mm -hmm. partly selfish right like we want to go to events like this so we make them for ourselves um and yeah I think that we do really see and are part of this conversation of like Pedro changing and like where will that go and I'm sure there'll be like good and bad tossed in with that I think me personally I have this experience of seeing kind of negative effects of gentrification, like in the South Bay, like particularly Hermosa, where I used to live, um, that used to be a really cool town full of artists and hippies and surfers and, and motorcycle gangs and stuff. It like really wasn't so different from, from Pedro in like the seventies, um, when I wasn't there, but you know, from (laughs) what I know. Um, and then even just for me growing up, like I went to all these like cool, like there's like this cool vintage shop that would always have local band kids, bands play and artists come. And like me and my friend, um, Eden Jones, who um, has been one of our vendors before, like we used to throw events and, you know, different small businesses and have these places come. And then, um, like Manjali surfboard factory, there's a huge like surf culture there. And, um, pretty much all of the original like surfboard making companies are from Hermosa, a lot of the big ones anyway. Um, and everybody's pretty much moved out. Like they've been, you know, they've been priced out and there's not a lot of creativity mm-hmm. left there. Not that it doesn't exist. Like there's really still good people that there, but for the most part, it's people coming in for spring break or people from um, people that don't even live there. Actually, a lot of the houses, like, especially on the strand, you know, like they're empty. Um, yeah. You see the maintenance people yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and You know, and then the restaurants there, like there's no small restaurants anymore. They're, even if there's only one name, like they make it appear as an individual, but they're part of some larger like restaurant group Mm -hmm. and they come in and they have a like subpar menu that's really expensive and they put the same like ugly fake um, succulent plant on the table, you know, like (laughs) type of thing. And um, I lived there right before here and there was nowhere that I like genuinely wanted to go and support or one or two like, you know, kind of old. Mexican restaurants and stuff that had stuck around but um like my favorite bars were all gone and like the events weren't happening anymore for the most part and um that was just like really sad to me and i think um you know with change there can be a lot of good things happening and coming too and some of it is just inevitable Um, You, of course, don't want to see like a town just completely disappear because like all of the businesses leave or something like that because you're trying to prevent too much change. But at the same time, like you want to preserve like good things that are happening and make them thrive and flourish. So I really see like um, the small businesses and the artists, Um, the art community here is like so interesting and, and cool. And um, and then all this like new wave of people like you guys mentioned that like particularly came up during COVID, mm-hmm. um, it's just like so part such a big part of what makes Pedro like really really special, um, and so like Rachel said you know not that we're carrying that weight on our shoulders but like any part that we can contribute to that yeah. and like see that continuing to happen and make it easier for some of those people who are really like. You kind of sacrifice your life to make a small business, right? Like you have to be so passionate about it, um, and so any way that we can make that easier for those people um, and kind of help at any part that they, you know, might want to like join with us on is is super special. So hopefully. Mm-hmm. We, in some small way, like, as the town is changing, like, help keep, like, some of the, you know, good and special parts and help mm. those parts grow rather than kind of die away or... um or just, you know, barely survive or or, yeah. or go away altogether, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, like, as consumers, too, we just feel so much better about knowing that our money is going to somebody's dream mm-hmm. and passion as mm-hmm. opposed to, like, a huge corporate, you know, company that's created these little... Mm-hmm. Uh, like manufactured, you know, moments of, yeah. yeah, you know, trying to make it seem like it's authentic, but it's not, right, right, um, yeah, no, that definitely captures what's kind of happening right now, and what we need to kind of be like aware of, and what we need to fight for, as far mm-hmm. as like if we're we want to keep the things that we love,
3: right. Um, yeah, it's, I, I think that the timing of it, it is just all matching up really well, um, mm-hmm. you know, with the new development coming in West Harbor, they already did a, a pretty good job kind of trying to integrate the small businesses and to not lose sight of what an important element that is in the Pedro culture, like to neglect that would be a huge mistake. I think it would, it, you know, could turn a lot of people off mm-hmm. and it does turn us on that, that they're, that. Pedro is already set up to be so conducive to support small business. Like whether people realize it or not, like they've they've already been supporting small businesses for years. So it's just kind of you know introducing them to new ones and um, seeing that there's such a huge opportunity there. Just kind of waiting for just a couple people to step in and exaggerate that. So Pedro, you know, has such a multi generational family dynamic as well built in already. So being able to kind of step in as quote unquote OTs out of towners and you know like it, it can be seen as like there's like hardcore localism in a negative way but people are so friendly they are so welcoming there is such a spirit and an energy of loving this town so to be able to kind of weasel our way in on that and, mm-hmm. and get some of that energy and then, like, give it back just as much, if not twice fold, uh, that is really what is, like, the, the desire to see that there's so much here in Pedro. And and we're especially working with small businesses, like Marissa said at the beginning, that, you know, it takes their whole life, and that's so inspiring. So
1: mm-hmm.
3: it just inspired us to kind of jump on that and, you know, ride that train with them.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, um, yeah. So well, I, I think that kind of brings us into like our Pedro questions. What mm-hmm. do you think?
1: Yeah. Um, before we go into that, I wanted to ask, is there anything else you guys wanted to share about yeah. cahoots, the plans, the goals? The, I know. The I feel vision?
0: like, I feel like the vision was vague when we touched on it earlier. And I know like Rachel, we've kind of talked about this when we were, we actually asked you guys for some guidance when we did our first like mm-hmm. comeback party, if you will, and because um, we were like, what are we doing? We don't know. And you guys shared your amazing spreadsheet. And like just holding our hand during that planning part was really, really helpful to us. And so we got to get, uh, get to know you, Rachel, a little bit. And I remember you said like, you know, I think that whatever happens like will happen. Like I'm okay with it. It's kind of like serving yeah. the, its need and purpose now. Mm-hmm and evolving into whatever it needs to be whether it needs to whether it's not needed anymore or not needed in this way anymore you guys were open to wherever it took you definitely
3: Um, I think that's kind of why you know when we try and answer a question like that it can come off as vague mm -hmm. because it's kind of vague to us as well we just could keep taking one step at a time meeting one person at a time. Um, you know, seeing what might come up, not being to have blinders and too strict in one direction or another, it's kind of really keeping our ear to the ground and, you know, seeing what catches our eye, Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of just going in that direction if that's what feels right. I mean, you know, from the very beginning, we didn't know where this was going to go or what our next event would be. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's kind of like the spirit of the brand is just, um, you know, riding the wave of whatever is happening around us, you know, and then putting our touch on it—not mm-hmm. necessarily to like say this is what we are, this is what's happening, because what we do is so generated based on what is happening around us, mm-hmm. and and that's where we get our ideas from. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we just did new business cards and stickers and little buttons, and you know, as long as we're enjoying it and we're getting out there and talking to people and walking around with our prize wheel at the West Harbor development event and Mm -hmm. just trying to introduce ourselves because that's how we might meet the next person that we didn't know. And then they'll inspire us for our next event. Yeah. Something Mm -hmm. that we've never been able to think of before because we hadn't met that person yet.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to comment on, um, this, this thing that I've kind of noticed, you know, about your perspective on it and it's like, It's okay to have something, you know, be a thing in the moment, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And enjoy what it does in the present as opposed to constantly striving to this, like, Huge lofty goal with it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that there's something to be said. When we've interviewed like small business owners and people who have popped up in the last, you know, couple years, a lot of them weren't like, oh yeah, I want to have my own brick and mortar and sell globally. A lot of them were like, I love doing it Mm -hmm. and I want to do it, you know, Mm -hmm. and it brings, you know, a little extra and it's just enough and I can stop when I want and I can go when I want, you know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a huge thing and it can always just be like a step along the way towards something else, you know, Mm -hmm. which is very cool. And I very, very much admire that.
2: Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to add?
2: Yeah. I think it's just that I think like, We do it because we love it. Um, And, like, we love this town and we love Mm -hmm. the creative people. Like, that's what we're trying to do is just, like, bring together more people. And Mm -hmm. that can happen in so many different ways, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And when you don't have pressure of, like, financial pressure or something else like that that forces you to have to, like, well, I have to be able to get to some sort of self-funding point at, you know, this point or something like that. Um, Like, we can just sort of be open and I think like it goes back to this being our creative outlet and like that's our creative process kind of is Mm -hmm. that's what makes it fun is being able to incorporate those things and have this like really organic path to it Mm -hmm. um so yeah the goal the goal is doing like what we love and seeing more of other people doing what they love and not like getting to this particular end destination and that Mm -hmm. can look a lot of different ways and um as it changes and right now we're mostly doing events, you know, like that could change too, but events are very of the moment, right? Like you go to like, have a good time that day. It's not necessarily like this item that you're expecting to perform for 10 years or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so that kind of gives us a really nice flexibility too, of like what's happening right now and like what could be fun for people right now and what, Um, you know do the like businesses and, and you know kind of creators and artists and stuff like want or need or see like at this time and it has been fun we've like some of my favorite things to do is walk around different events like where we saw you guys like Rachel was saying, and people come up to us, and they have ideas of yeah. what we should do, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, that it, like, just leaves yeah. us open for that, I mm-hmm. guess, because that is sort of all part of our goal and mission yeah. rather than, like yeah. I said, that destination.
0: Let's go into, first of all, one thing, I, there's a two-parter that I always ask, so the first is what are some concerns that you have about San Pedro or the community, and that could just be, like, room for improvement, doesn't have to be, like, a total con um, and then the flip side of that would be what excites you about the community and Pedro and what's going on so we could start with either one of you um, Rachel do you want to go first
3: Sure. Um, you know, as far as concerns, I think it kind of touches back to what we've covered in a way already about just the new development that's coming in, um, you know, and anything else that might be, you know, the new new downtown construction for apartments and condos and, you know, how one of the first things that conversations that started coming up when we started doing this um, from my friends and my husband, et cetera, was just like, oh, well, we don't want people coming in from out of town. We don't want housing prices to go up. You know, we don't want out-of-town people buying houses. And, you know, Marissa and I see the pros and cons on, on both sides. So just a kind of general concern to see how that will eventually all play out and just kind of fingers crossed, hoping that it doesn't turn too dramatically as it is so obvious in other parts of LA. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like a, probably a pretty solid concern. Mm-hmm. And, and then as far as, uh, what excites me, the new development yeah, I know that it's, excites me as it's well, concern you know, and it's like, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I feel like even when I say that sometimes I have to like look around to see who's going to hear me. Um, <laughs> 100%, but, yeah it, you know, I am like, it, you know, starting a family, it's going to be nice to walk around down there. It's going to be nice to have more options. And I really hope that the community embraces it and that it does not have a negative effect on downtown or anywhere else, you know, where it is all small business. I hope that it only contributes to bringing people into town to go to those small businesses, bring more money into town in a positive way, and that that's you know encourages the the locals to then in turn continue to go to those places as well you know like that just to see how that's all that get that pull and give and take is all going to happen and that is just generally exciting to see Mm -hmm. starting a family and what what San Pedro is going to be like in the next you know two years to, to 10 years and and to be a part of it along the way
0: it's crazy to think that your child this will be their their version of San Pedro yes. that they've only ever known. You know, mm-hmm. their childhood memories are going to be going to that waterfront and experiencing it as the new mm-hmm. waterfront. Mm-hmm. You know, West Harbor. They're going to be they're going to be sharing their childhood memories of West Harbor as opposed to yeah. Ports You know, yeah. So that'll sure. be really interesting. So Very cool. And
2: mm-hmm. Marissa, how about you? I think just kind of going on our version of that, like how that impacts like what we're doing personally. Um, I guess the fear is, yeah, that development changes and culture changes with it. And we sort of lose this, um, like creative entrepreneurial small business aspect of P. J. right. And that it's just like all, um, you know, corporate chains and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah that um and exactly like you know Rachel said that's the exciting part too is like maybe we can play some small role in that um and kind of like what gets us excited and like why
1: you know we explained before why we love it so much so um yeah this brings me to um my favorite question to ask everybody which is describe your favorite Pedro experience Whether it's your ideal day and or a moment that was like fun and you enjoyed and shared.
2: Mine is like I love first Thursdays. Like Mm -hmm. I've gone since I was little and it's really fun now that like we're cahoots because we just know a lot more people and kind of bounce around like we're like these party hoppers sort of going to all the different places And um, so that just makes me really happy. Like I love seeing people walk around outside and I love seeing people like buying food and, um, you know, even if just going into each place and enjoying it. I love seeing the restaurants full and just so exciting. And it's kind of a glimpse of like what things can be like, like when everybody shows up and supports, right? Because a lot of the time downtown like right now is completely empty, right? Mm -hmm. And so like it looks different. And so it's just so fun to see downtown come Alive, and so I love that. And then it's been really fun. This is like kind of dorky, but it's really fun that people start to recognize us now. (laughs) They're like, "Oh, you're the Cahuets girls," (laughs) and we're like, "Oh yeah, we are," you know. And it's just like. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and like it's just the randomest people sometimes. um, Or we'll be talking with them for a while, and multiple times it's happened where somebody starts plugging our event to us, (laughs) and they're like, "Have you heard of this thing?" (laughs) (laughs) Like, "Oh yeah, we're we're that's us." That's hilarious. Um, And so so that's been like kind of a great little. Just moment like you said like oh my gosh people are listening like there are real people out there that are coming and sometimes people like we didn't even see you at that event you know Mm -hmm. and um they told us like how much it impacted um you know their sort of experience or um yeah they discovered some like new person and like now they go there all the time or whatever it is and we're like oh like it's actually working so that's really exciting um
0: yeah. people will tell us to like, oh you need to interview this person. You need to interview this person. I was like, oh yeah, they've been on the show before, you I know. To <laughs> time to yeah. To
1: me. yeah. Just but. did
0: this very cool thing. Um uh, we should do one for you guys too for your next event too. But um for this last one, just did this really cool um kind of like a stand with like a qr code to their specific episode so we gave it to bodega we gave it to san pedro Soapworks, and so if people wanted to like learn more about them or hear their episode they could just scan it so i i've been wanting to do that too for brick and mortars like get like a little um either a sticker or Mm -hmm. those um window clings Mm -hmm. that says find out more about us yeah because there's so many places yeah you've interviewed so many people Uh yeah
1: it would be cool um yeah so uh Rachel what's yours
3: um yeah I, I couldn't well so I was telling hers it was I don't think it is one specific I think it's just it's reoccurring when I'm driving down Pacific or I am at Palms or I'm literally anywhere and I see somebody I know mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, okay. for last weekend, I was we walked over to Lighthouse to have to have breakfast and there were four friends there eating who had been at the Channel Street grand opening party the day before that we had seen and hung out with. And then while we're sitting there, two other couples that my husband like went to high school with strolled in and we're saying hi and And then, oh, as we're on our way out, we noticed, oh look, Andy's here, and that's like my <laughs> father-in-law's seventy-year-old friend, and we had just gone to his backyard seventieth birthday party. Um, so that part for me is really one of my favorite parts about being in Pedro. And anytime there's that experience, because it's so comforting, yeah. and I do spend so much time out in LA when I'm working, and it's just once I, you know, I'm coming home, once I see the cranes, it's just like this weight yeah. drops off my back sigh of relief. I know I'm home. I know anywhere I go, I'm going to see somebody. And I just feel like protected and surrounded by loved ones. Honestly, like everywhere I go.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, when you said protected, I felt like yeah, there is a weird feeling where you're, like, I'm at home now, you know what I mean? And, like, whether or not we know each other specifically, I feel like yeah. we know of each other, yeah.
2: you know there's what I mean? There's some commonalities. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yes. So there's always somebody that's going to be, like, no, no, no. Like, they, they'll they'll have eyes. Like, they look out for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I
3: feel... Seen. Yeah. I feel seen, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm exactly. I'm Josh's wife, I do the cahoots, I go, you know, I, I yeah. do ceramics at Blue Water, so it's like all these, like, different, you know, spider web network of support system, yeah. where they yeah. all mm-hmm. overlap in one way or another.
1: And it's yeah. a good feeling to have that community, because mm-hmm. I feel
3: like so many
1: places, and especially now, yeah, so many people are experiencing loneliness, like, that's such a <laughs> uh-huh. big thing, and to live in a community... Where people like know you, recognize you, and you know of them, or you can say hi. Like it's such a comforting feeling, and you can't get that in many places. I remember running into you, Rachel, at the ceramics place on first Thursday
3: recently yeah, and perfect then you example and that was like
1: so funny because you were like I know everybody you're like when I you were saying like I know everybody but <laughs> the like owner, you were just the owner and her was Nancy was like
3: feeling. oh she just went to Portugal's like yeah I know I know her <laughs> <laughs> yeah <and laughs> so like we are
1: really connected but it was so like such a cool experience too even for myself coming into I was like oh I've been wanting to come here I knew you had done ceramics but I forgot that you were also there and then it was such a great like rendezvous moment but yeah Yeah, it adds to all the experiences
0: there's a couple things that like come to mind like I feel like I've I don't know that's all I've ever known so I feel like everybody already knows each other and I find that people are talking to Jess and they don't realize that she's like she's part of the podcast and she's my co-host you know Uh what I mean Uh there's like this disconnect there and I was like oh you didn't know her like you didn't know that you know so I forget that people (laughs) don't always know each other and like I, I know I can go to First Thursday and like grab drinks with random friends that I met that I saw there, you know, um, like I know I can just show up and I'll, there'll be somebody to hang out with, you know, you can literally go by yourself and be like, oh, I'm at the first Thursday I'll meet up with somebody, Yeah. you know,
3: it's such a good feeling. uh-huh. We ran into our friend Deborah at the West Harbor event, uh-huh. and yeah. then she's uh-huh. like, oh, well, I'm friends with the family that owns Seabreeze and, right, that sort of cruise, yeah, whatever, the, you know, like, with the cruise line. Oh, very cool. And so we did the, so she's like, she oh, I'll get you this. in. We'll just go straight to the front. We'll have <sighs> seats. And so we're like, okay. She's like, yeah, I'll see you me, meet us there at one. And then we just, like, walk right on. Like, that's always happening.
1: Well, um, how can people find you guys?
2: Um, our main. Destinations really Instagram, where like most people come together. So mm-hmm. we're at Cahoots Events. Um, we also have a website, cahootsevents.org, uh, if you want to check us out more formally, and our email, hello at cahootsevents.org. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: so yeah, that's, that's that's definitely like following us, I think is the best way. Following yeah. us on Instagram, that's where like we're going to be posting all of our events, and we also. Lo- we've really just talked about like events today but we share people digitally you know and support yes. like through instagram as well um so like when you guys have a new episode or any like cool thing is happening we're always sharing it so mm-hmm. we always also think of ourselves as like not just connecting people in mm-hmm. person but also like digitally i guess mm-hmm. um, and yeah um kind yeah of highlighting people that you way. guys are like amplifiers i know and yeah. thank you
0: so much for all the shares I, like incredible yeah. thank you so much mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. um I-
2: Honestly,
0: yeah, um, we're so excited to have ha, finally got you on because we've known about like all the good things that you've been doing around town, and we just want to thank you for it because we oh. think that it's necessary. Yeah,
2: oh, right. thanks, absolutely. We feel the same way about you guys. Well, yeah, like, we've talked a little bit
3: about <laughs> this, guys like, you guys are fighting the good fight too. <laughs> yeah, you know they are. It yeah. really is
2: like so much
3: synergy.
0: Um, thank you guys so much. And we'll let you get back to your days. But we will have all of the um, information in the show notes so people can find you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and yeah. go
1: check us out. We'll be there. You guys will be there tomorrow Yay. at the um, Holiday Bazaar. Second annual. Thank you. <laughs> great talking to you guys. Thank you.
0: all for our episode follow us for more on instagram at Podcast.
1: huge thanks to rock ashfields at palm realty boutique for providing us such a gorgeous recording space
0: and thank you to all of our amazing patreon supporters
1: leave us a review and share this episode with your friends neighbors and coworkers. see you next week